This is the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain. This is an interview that's part of a series of interviews I conducted at the British Ecological Society meeting in Birmingham in December 2012. In this podcast, I chat with Francesco Bello about his research presented at the meeting. His talk title was Functional Species Pool Framework to Disentangle Biotic and Abiotic Effects on Community Assembly. So I'm Francesco De Bello, I'm Italian, but I work now in Czech Republic in the Institute of Botany and the, the Faculty of uh, Sciences in Czeske Budejovice. Uh, and uh, I have just uh, started a new project on uh, uh, species pool and uh, the dark diversity of communities and using plant rates, this is my main interest. Can you explain uh, what your talk was on at the BES meeting? So in our talk, we try to propose a new method uh, to understand why certain species live together and certain other species are excluded during the assemblages of communities. So our understanding is to answer the classical question of uh, ecology, why so many species live together, and this has remained largely unsolved. What was the motivation behind the research? Well, we have tried to, to answer this question uh, using the, the methods available, which is basically using uh, null models and randomizations where one is using uh, basically the samples or community samples that is collected into the field. And we thought, also based on other studies that we made, that there were some problems connected to this method. And so we, we tried to come up with a new method that we don't think it's always better, but we think that in general could provide more robust results. So this was our motivation to, to, to deal with this. Can you describe how you tried to answer the question? So to answer the question, <clears throat> well, the, the classical approach is that you take samples of communities and then you make randomization across them. But when you use the samples of the communities, basically you are uh, somehow using the product of the assemblage of communities. So you lose track of of the, the, the of the, the of what happened during the assemblage of community, why certain species didn't make it, and why some species get excluded. So we want to take into account those species that were excluded, and to understand why they live together, which is normally not done in the in the, the classical approaches, which based only on the winners. Mm -hmm. So you don't know what's going on with the losers. Can you explain um, what dark? Well, thanks for the question. <laughs> I'm still uh, trying to understand it myself. Uh, I think uh, there is, first of all, there is the classical concept of species pool of a site. So you know that uh, the species that live, that you can find in a site are just uh, a part of all the species that could live there. So there is the species pool, let's say 100 species in, in a site could live there, and then you find around 30. So 70 species are not there. Why they are not there? This is the question. Is it just because they are not so good dispersal or because they are not so competitive or because the species that live together needs to be more different between them? So that is the question of, uh, of what are the traits of the, the species in the dark diversity compared to the, those that are uh, that made it into the community. So can you explain your uh, main findings from the research? Well, the finding is that probably what, what our uh, simulation and real data uh, showing is that 
most of the time, the literature reviews say that uh, the, the, the random and stochastic assemblage of communities should be most of the time the rule, the, the main, uh, the, st the strongest effect. Um, but it seems that when we get rid of uh, some problems with the uh, null models and randomizations, there, are, there is room for less stochastic and more deterministic mm -hmm. patterns. Then you don't know what is really the process making these patterns, but uh, it seems that there is less random than uh, one was finding so far. Why do you think this research is important? Uh, I think the main problem that we are facing now is try to predict how the communities will respond to environmental changes. Mm -hmm. And uh, according to the model existing, um, the idea is that the environmental change will produce new environmental condition and therefore the dominant traits of the community will, will shift according to the models like Shipley and uh, things like that. So we know that the dominant the species will change, but what about the, the coexistence of the species? Mm -hmm. uh, it will be the species that will follow this change uh, somehow organize according to limiting similarity or, uh, or whatever other principle, we don't know this. And still, I think uh, we are far for, from knowing it. Can you explain uh, what you'll do in the future on this, on this topic? As you said, uh, it's still we don't know exactly how to measure this dark diversity because it's dark. And, uh, but it's like in the universe. I mean, we know that there is dark matter in the universe. We, we don't know uh, how to measure it, but just we know that it's there. And we know that it's there also the dark diversity. So there are different methods. And what we are going now to do is to use big databases and field studies to, to see how to estimate this dark diversity and what are the advantages of different methods. And uh, so this is what we are now working on. Okay. All right, well, thank you. Thank you. I have been speaking with Francesco De Bello of the Institute of Botany at the Czech Academy of Sciences. For the Journal of Ecology podcast, I'm Scott Chamberlain.